Hey! Hey, 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 it's the big motherfucking baby. You motherfucking right, you motherfucking right on bitter, you motherfucking right on trigger. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm triggered. Oh shit. I better stop yelling. I forgot it is Ramadan. I don't want to be disrespectful to my to my neighbors and, and making noise during the time of fasting. Forgive me. But I'm introing the podcast. Obviously, we um, recorded Trigger Part One. Myself, Wayne, the young Queen Candace, our special guest, the young Queen. Yannick and another guest whose name shall not be spoken. But it was a fun time. It was a great time. We did, uh, instead of family brunch, we did uh, wings and beer. Wings and wine and, you know, wings and mimosas, you know. Same old family shit. But anyways, so on on part one, we talk about, actually we talk about queen in the term sis. And, um, you know, they, they kind of raked me through the coals on my use of the word queen. Uh, someone else raked me through the coals for the use of the word queen and other things. But it was, um, it was a fruitful conversation, to say the least. I, I think it was necessary for my own personal growth, if you ask me. Uh, then we, we started talking about regional dialects and um, how that goes and the different things, especially us Southern folks just be saying that we think is common English to everybody, but it's not. Um, we talk about attire, like just the way people dress and certain shit and, and the vibe that, that comes off from that. That was inspired by Durag Wayne because Durag Wayne is hell. And, and y'all see this in the first, first part. And, and then we talk about the friend zone and, and how people get put in the friend zone, why people get put in the friend zone. And the benefits of actually being in the friend zone and how you can exploit the friend zone or, you know, just actually just be in the friend zone and be, build a good friendship. So, I hope y'all enjoy it, and don't get too triggered. Hey, 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 it's the big motherfucking baby, and I'm back, bitch. And I got a house full of motherfuckers with me today, as usual. And uh, we're going to do a little podcast. I want to apologize for not putting out the pod from last week yet, because I'm lazy as fuck. Um, but y'all can kiss my ass. It, it, it'll be out soon enough. I'm going to put this one out uh, uh, fairly, fairly soon. Uh, I have a nice house full of triggered uh, people here. Yeah. Wow. Emphasis on. On triggered you. Yeah. I should say triggered women, because they are women. Uh, but uh, we have Chew back as always. Yes, sir. We got Uncle Wayne back as bitch. What up? What up? What up? What's your What's your name this week? Lorenzo. Lorenzo is back. Maybe <laughs> we just say my regular name because that's weird. Why? Yeah, uh, Candace is back. 
special guest for the week is Miss Yannick. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. And we have an onlooker who says she doesn't have anything to say, but she has strong opinions. So what I'm going to do is I'm not going to say her name until she starts talking, okay? Um, <laughs> until. Because she's going to say something. She's not going to sit here and just allow me to get away with some of the bullshit that I'm probably going to say at some point in this conversation. Uh, me knowing her and me knowing myself, let's just be honest here. I'm going to say something crazy. So we talked about queens last week. And I gave my disgusting, misogynistic definition of what a queen is that I actually did not give you any definition of what a queen is because it was very unclear and it said nothing. And now we're, we're resurfacing on that conversation and the ladies here really want to know what a queen is uh, and how, from our perspective. But before we give them our perspective, I want to know, what do y'all think a queen is? Hmm. Well... You're asking culturally, because you were saying before that queen has been used. I ain't talking about the old lady culture either. right now. No. Yeah, you're you're saying that you were saying earlier that queen has been used pretty consistently culturally now, just as well as like cis or something like that when it comes cis. to talking to talking to women. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think in that cultural term, usually. I'm accustomed to people using the term queen to actually try to bring some sort of positive, uplifting feel to a woman whenever that term is used to her. So you might hear somebody, yes, queen. And you don't always have to put a yes in front of it. You know what's But I'm not saying that's the most acceptable way to use it or like that's required. I'm just trying to bring some context to what I'm saying. So I haven't thought very deeply into what it means other than a, a, positive, a positive title for a woman. Just, just as if someone said, you know, you a king, it would be the same sort of thing. I'll be like, duh. <laughs> of course you would. Of course you would. I mean, and that's fine. I think you should be like, duh, at least in your head. Maybe not allowed. But <clears throat> so, so for women, is, is there a difference between y'all calling each other queen or sis? Is there a difference between queen or sis? Yes. Because y'all don't just throw sis out to any fucking woman. No. Yeah. Just like y'all don't throw queen out to anyone. I, I, would, I would say queen to almost anyone. I would, I would, I mean, I, would, I don't Me use too. it often. Yeah, but we using it different, right? I would, Let us not I would feel it. comfortable saying queen or almost any woman. Sis is more, you know, familiar. But both of them are positive. Neither one of them have like any underlying tone, no sarcasm, no like stuff that we don't understand. If you went to Google and looked for the word I used to describe you, it would probably be pretty accurate. That's to what I meant when I said it. Period. With a T in there or yeah, a T? Period. I would say as far as me, the word cis um, I only reserve that to people that are closer to me. People that I know um, have to rely upon. Uh, and I don't, yeah, I don't say that freely. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever called a woman a queen. Not, not that I don't feel the main 
those type of regards. But I will say the earlier conversation, I agree that not every woman is entitled to that label, that title. I think um, women, we have our positive, we have our negative, just like the male race or gender. But um, yeah, I'll just leave it. Everybody deserves a specific time. I'm with you on this. I, when we talk about it last week, like I told I told you, I said, I've never called a woman queen. <laughs> I've, I've used it this week. He's used it profusely today. 50% of the time, but, 75% of the time towards me. But like, as funny as it is, it, I didn't mean it in a negative way. Like, I don't just walk in, I don't, as I'm traveling around this area, I don't just call no random woman a queen. You take it that way because of how it was originally because of how pitched. it was originally presented And to it's me. funny to me, and that's why I continue to use it, but I don't mean it the same way. I would say I've been called queen, and every time it um, has been in a respectful manner. <laughs> and I look at, um, I don't know when I say this, it's, it's been in a very respectful manner. And um, yeah, it just shows uh, appreciation. and. Yeah, I guess it makes me feel uplifted, and I can see how people can feel uplifted. But yeah, to say uh-huh. that it was a substitute, mm-hmm. it's not. I see. It's no, not. I missed my point. I wasn't. No, saying, I got maybe you point. can make it for the people so they can. Understand. Yeah, I was, I'm not saying that it was used as a substitute. No. What I was saying. What I was saying is, it's finding positive ways to describe women instead of using words that are negative. That's all. And, and, and maybe maybe I, I pitched it as a substitute, but it's not necessarily a substitute, right? Because if I feel like a woman is a bitch, like by, by the social definition of a bitch, you're a bitch, and I'm not going to say, man, fuck that queen, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to say, fuck that bitch, you know what I'm saying? Because that's, 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 that's what I mean. I'm going to say it. But also, <laughs> at the same time, same damn time. Shout out to Um Two? You heard me say it's hard now. Not in the right place. Yeah, it's just an extra hard. Right, yeah. Extra hard. But but we talk about the, the term queen. And I'm an asshole, I'll admit that. Somebody will. And I used to use the term queen to go back to like Wayne's definition like last week, like last week where you would like spelled it out. And if you don't know Wayne's definition, you should listen to the podcast, What is the Queen? It's up on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your uh, material at, it's there, bigbabythegoat.com, uh, shameless plug. But, um, but on a serious note, like I used to use that definition for Queen. All right, now we ain't put a feet on the damn couch now. Um, <laughs> you put the damn shoes, I don't put your feet on the couch. Uh, but um, I used to use the, the I used to use it like as the positive uplifting term, right? And then you start observing how other people use it towards each other, and you be sitting there, sis, queen, girl, it's so good to see you. So you walk away. Oh, I can't stand this bitch. Oh really? That's rich. Yeah, that is. So I'm like, y'all are using this term to uplift each other in, 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 in public, but you don't actually mean it, right? 
And this is a term that I, that I held in high regard, that I only call a certain woman queen. If I called you queen, I actually meant it because I thought you were a queen. You're a woman that deserved to be exalted, put on the pedestal and all that good stuff because you were that, you were that chick, right? You were, you were dope. You were a fucking queen. But then when I watch you use the term interchangeably and, and with other words, and I, and, I, and I see you use it as um, just something to say, and you don't even hold any value to it, why the fuck should I value it? You know what you sound like? A white person in the N word. Absolutely. I knew y'all were going to say that shit. <laughs> that's because that's what it sounds like. Literally. <laughs> that's because it's true. Because the way I look at it is just because, listen, you know, dumb ass people, I'm not going to say, yo, Just because dumb ass people turn around and they use a word that is for positive, uplifting other people. And they're they're just ignorant and just just fucking stupid. Doesn't mean I mean why change your ways because of how they are? Then you should know that okay. Let me take them out of that category if you held them in that regard. Let me take them out of that category of being a queen and let let me put them as you said as okay. You're just a regular person or you're a bitch if you see them. However you see them. Because I make fun of society. Mm-hmm. Um. As a person who's really into observational comedy, and I'm a struggling comedian, I make fun of society. Mm. So when society gives me something to make fun of, I take it and I run with it. Mm. Do you make any separation between your making fun of society and your actual deeply held viewpoints? Absolutely. So can you can we talk about your actual viewpoint of the term queen right now? Because I think because I think we now have an understanding of how you use it in satire. Right. Yeah. But what about how you actually feel? Okay, I'm getting interviewed today. <laughs> but no, so like if we're gonna if we're gonna talk about how I actually feel, right? And how I would actually use the term queen if I was not being satirical like all the time, because for one, everything to me is content, right? Yeah. For better or for worse, everything to me is content. I had somebody send me a meme one day about um, when your boyfriend is when your boy somebody when your boyfriend is funny when your boyfriend always makes jokes or something, but then the jokes on you and it's like a, a girl with a sad face because you choose to joke over being serious because you're committed to the joke. Yeah, I'm committed to the joke, right? Yeah. So, but if we're gonna be honest, and I'm gonna talk about how I truly feel about the word queen, there are if I call if. I, for the women that I would truly call a queen, it goes back to where I talk about my sober definition of queen, a woman who I actually respect, a woman who, who, who I mean, it's, it's dope. I mean, that sounds like very general and basic, but like, I think you're a dope ass chick, like you're, you're a fucking young queen. I don't think a lot of people are dope. So like, for me to like rock with you, be around you, spend time with you, like, if I have your number in my phone and we have consistent conversation, or if I follow you on the ground and I send you like posts and we talk shit and we laugh about it, then you're somebody that I respect. You're somebody who I consider a queen because I don't fuck with peasants, right? So why the fuck I love a peasant in my fucking circle? You know what I'm saying? It's like if you're like in my circle, like I think you're royalty. So damn, that got me being deep and not funny, right? Yeah, but it was actually both, right? But, that, but, that's, but that's really what I'm going for. So like. Like, when I call you a young queen, I'm serious. Like, I'm not being an asshole, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're now, being both, though. Yeah. It's, it's both. For now. Well, well, yeah, yeah only, because, only because it's funny to fuck with you. But right. it's not the same way where if I'm drunk at the zoo 
and I call a motherfucker a queen. I am full of shit. <laughs> Listen, hey, my guy, I've never, <laughs> I've never seen you in the zoo call it anything, anything in there a queen. Outside. Ever. Outside of the zoo. I have never. Alright. Okay. I'll surrender that to you. But for me, I've everything but. Everything but. So I'm with it. No, I get exactly what you're saying. Everything but but after. We're not gonna talk about what I do outside of the zoo. That is that's not my fault. What I'm saying. I'm saying him use it in the complete opposite of what he meant it. But we ain't gonna get into that. That's fair. So, but that's yes, and that was another definite like the use of the word that we talked about before, which is that okay. So now we got satire or satirical, but, but also like the person that he used it on, like that bitch knew she wasn't no queen, right? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be honest. See, We're just gonna be honest. This is it. We're just gonna be that's, but that's me to number three then. Well, it's not really. Count. But, but you, you can but also you know, use it. You know, listen. You know when I be lying sometimes to, here. To, if y'all there, if you was there in the moment when it happened, you would know that he was fucking bullshit. Okay. Hey, wait, hey, hey, quick, come on. Yeah. Okay, that's like that's like dudes in Atlanta saying starting with excuse me, like. Oh, uh, that's how they started with. I thought, <laughs> like, I thought about like, hey, blue jeans, blue jeans. Uh, yeah, it might be excuse me, like then. Parasuco, come here, Parasuco. That's yeah. Hold on, hold on. Too long to say. I don't know what that means. Is that not another name? Excuse me, Atlanta. Nah, I know it's Atlanta. I'm talking about a life kid. Hey, Shaw. Yeah, I know. Hey, Shaw. I'm talking about a life kid. A red shirt. That's Atlanta shit. That's that's outside of Atlanta. It is, but right. That's that's kind of. Universal, would you say? I won't say universal. I'll say in the South. It's uh, oh, okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't. Uh, it's it's not in, in Atlanta. It's not as common as some like excuse me, man, like because the, because the point is to start with some sort of excuse me, miss. <laughs> <laughs> Taking it to an extreme, but greeting women in like a very cordial way to meet some other objective that's maybe not as cordial. It's hey. pretty. It's pretty regular in Atlanta. So when y'all when we brought this queen conversation up, it reminded me of that. Like, excuse me, lady, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> what you look, be- you look beautiful today. Yo. You look beautiful. What's your name? What's your name? Uh, what they say in the shop? So I will be honest. So unfortunately, um, we all know that people migrated from the south up, right? Yeah. Yeah. So somehow we have gone from speaking clear English to <laughs> the Georgia Mississippi. Yeah, you know, 
now they're like all soda. And oh, then they're all like, Yeah. And then now like the slang is more no, that's Louisiana. Now the slang No, they say cold right. They said Coke right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> No, that's it's a cold Trust me. Family's there. Not yeah. too late to yeah. cold Yeah. Where my, nope, everything's cold. From Mountain View to Sandy. Right. Bring me that Everything, yeah. What color you want? Orange or what kind yeah. you want? Mountain Dew? Yeah. Uh, it gotta be reasonable, yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so the Southern dialect has been adapted from mm. North. Ah. Yeah. No, yeah. Because Atlanta runs the hip hop scene, and y'all hear our music, and I can agree with that, and no offense, and I'm not trying to throw shame, but a lot of the, how can I put this? Make speak bad English. Yeah, it's just a lot of ignorance, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because again, I lived, for the past 11 years, I lived in North Carolina, and mm-hmm. I've seen, oh gosh, yeah, oh, whatever, right. Oh, right. So, huh? so you ride outside the real Carolina, and the team. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> However, um, I mean, just to see the see the culture to drop down to how you wear pajamas, literally, to school. You know what I'm saying? And it's not like a theme. It's like your daily wear. Or how <laughs> do you go to right? Exactly. It's not homecoming weekend or anything, or senior week or right, something. Senior week. How do you wear um, freaking? Pajamas or rollers in your head to Walmart or going out to the club and you're, you're you're okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I'm used to hey, you go out, you dress up. Them it's more so dressed down, and that's like the new style, style the new fashion. Look at who am I trying to impress when I leave the house? Obviously nobody. Look here, sweatpants shopping. <laughs> sweatpants shopping. Sweatpants. <laughs> Every Friday night, excuse me, every Friday night when Thank I decide to step out, I put on a black cheese X t-shirt, a pair of sweatpants, and a pair of sneakers. Usually Vans. Why? Because I'm trying to be comfortable. Wouldn't that be pretty for y'all I will say it's, it's a difference because <laughs> here where we are, we know we know our crowd. Yeah, you don't smell like yeah. cigarette smoke, you don't want to have cigarettes smoke. You don't to smell like fucking Marlboro Ridge. I think for me the entire conversation um, it's absolutely about my mood so I'm, I'm going to dress according to how I feel that day if I'm if I'm in slut mode I'm putting on slut attire you're going to catch me in some t-shirt some jeans some sweats something to you know show some physical definition and <laughs> jeans I'm, ain't always slut mode no you know, no for you jeans aren't always slut mode <laughs> if you see me walking around in a pair of jeans and a t-shirt or some sweats and a t-shirt. I'm in slut mode. I'm, I, I have my bait. It is set. I'm looking for a very specific action. And that's where I'm at with it. You catch me with a vest, a tie, some buttons. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a different different mindset. You know, y'all little weird things stay away from me. Um, I'm, in my, I'm in my own little element right now. So it's a, it's a mood. It's a feeling for me. I dress according to the mood. <laughs> Yeah, I, think I think everybody dressed according to how they feel. Right. Whether it's slutty, slummy, or sexy, or, you know, professional. I be feeling sexy in my sweatpants. Hey, hey, same, 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 you better. I put my sweatpants on. I feel good. I say, yeah, there's no correlation between feeling sexy and wearing clothes. It's, for me, the correlation is absolutely between what I'm trying to draw in at that moment. But Wait. Hmm? 
Yeah. No, not at all. None. I feel sexy regardless of what I'm wearing. Okay. No, yeah, no misunderstandings. I can agree with that. Yeah. I don't feel any, as far as my love, I don't feel any different about myself whether I got on a fucking suit. Yeah. Whether I got on sweats, whether I got on this. Yeah. Fucking chilling gear that I got exactly. on. Exactly. I feel the same. I don't feel like the same you person. You don't feel a little bit more like grown and sexy in a suit? Negative. I'm at grown and sexy. I'm grown and sexy right now. I'm, I'm grown and I'm sexy. I always feel grown and sexy. I'm at my sexiest when I'm standing there butt naked. That is when I'm at my sexiest. <laughs> Alright, the clothes are to keep people away. That's what that's about. I, I use the clothes to make sure that the audience understands. Yeah. Oh, you sail on this side, you sail on this side. That's what the clothes this are for. This shit need to be loud, because I, I just want their face to express this to me. Right. <laughs> this yeah, this is, sometimes you're going to have to do video. You Ooh, right. Look. Well, I don't have a goddamn no, camera we good. person we right good. now. We but good. So, <laughs> who have the rate that I'm willing to deal with. That's yeah. fair. I'm and just saying, these moments yeah. need to be kept. I mean, yeah. in regards to what uh, Mr. Nudist. <laughs> 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 I mean... So I'll be so I I I understand where you're coming from, but I think you took a little bit too far to the left as far as me and and my definition of being comfortable or um, sexy. Because again, I can throw on a pair of sweatpants, sweatshirt, and some Tims, and I'm comfortable and I feel like I I look good, but I want to be relaxed. But again, I think there's if you're going out to an event, if you're to me, you always have to be somewhat presentable, because I don't think you you would ever go outside if you were a woman and with rollers in your hand. No, I get what you're saying. You if know, you're going to an event, yes, you got to be presentable. I was like, I'm sitting on this couch right now with a do rag on. <laughs> but you can if you are a woman. Yes, that could yeah, be that's never gonna apply. So but, you saw a woman walk in here right now with rollers in their hair. I tell her to get the fuck out. First of all, if I see a woman walk in with rollers in her hair, I got a lot of questions. I want to know where she got them from because I ain't seen a woman with rollers in her hair. That's true. I was like eight. Walmart. My mom had No, they sell them, but who the fuck do you see with me? Yeah, I haven't seen that since like... Who was rocking those out there? Go up north. It don't get better. Trust me, it don't get better. So what I'm telling you is, the further there is... But I've seen it. But what hairstyle are we rocking now that requires rollers? Ain't nobody rocking with a bubble curly mom yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. Let's see, they got sewing hats, they got wigs, they got bundles, now you they got micros, they look, got boxes. You may see a that in between the line like when I think when I hear when I hear rollers, I'm thinking about the girls that had like the what's the thing, the French roll, they had uh barrettes the and all the like, yeah, all the bangs like that's the generation that I can recollect that had the little Shirley Temple curls. So you'd be surprised. So women with natural hair. Natural. Yes, natural hair. Okay. Women with natural hair there's a lot of maintenance that you have to do oh, yeah. in order to attach. I've seen the little curls. Yeah, the little, little curls. Hell the yeah. But yeah. Like, when you say rollers, I'm thinking about them big ass rollers. Yeah, I'm thinking the pink ones with you the cushion on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. On no. I ain't talking about them little coals. I can deal with that no, shit. No, but I understand what it's like. It's like a pair of yeah, right. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you're talking about somebody, you're talking about somebody leaving the house and rolling. <laughs> if I quit it to me leaving my house with a do rag, it depends on where I'm going and what I'm doing. Cause real story, me and you walk to the mall one day around Christmas time, and I got a do rag on. And as soon as we get to my go, man, what the hell is wrong? My mom would my ass if she saw me out in public, public with a fucking do rag on, and I immediately took my do rag off. Now, if I'm going over to you and one of your house. 
Yeah. My do-rag is on before I leave the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I take it off if I want to. Right. But I <laughs> But you're at somebody's house where you feel comfortable. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, I mean, I don't know what Wayne's intentions were when he came here, but. <laughs> yeah, so Wayne, that's a good question. What, do red Wayne. What is the intention? You said clothes are to keep people away. So it's what's the intention of your current outfit? Because it sounds like what you describe something all this, but with a do red. So for you people, this audience here, there, there's. This circle, all the human beings that come in and they sit down for this podcast, there is no physical interaction happening with anyone that happens in this circle. That that much I know. So because that is not the relationship dynamic with anyone in this human, Wayne speaking, then it's... It, yeah, I, I was cooking, took a shower, threw on some more clothes that I can go back home and finish cooking in. Like that, that's it. it. Yeah. So clothes are not always to deter, unless this outfit is supposed to deter. This outfit absolutely deters you people. Like, there's no mystery whatsoever that when I put this on, y'all are deterred. <laughs> Do we need to be deterred? No. No. There's no need for this community but to you be know, deterred. But However, you know what? But you, I'm confident. Since I'm new to the group, right? This is my first time sitting here. You never know. You could have came in here and I would have been like, gosh, damn, man, she's actually showing off his business. You know, yeah. the t-shirt, you know what I'm saying? You got on sweatpants. Got check the check You know what I'm saying? Because a package could be hanging to the left, the right, the right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, I'm confident that when you first witnessed me the first day that we've ever met, if you didn't already have that full dialogue in your head, then it's <laughs> never going to happen anyway. Not necessarily. No, it is. No. Listen. Not for, not but, for, you're, now you're trying to, you're trying to say what my thought process is, and it's not no, necessarily, no. exactly. You don't know. It may not necessarily be true, but in my arrogance, and my confidence, and my cockiness, I'm mm-hmm. confident when you laid items on me that first day, you had an assessment in your mind. You either concluded that, yep, he's an option, or no, he's not. That's where I sit with myself. That's but really even, interesting. But, right, but you even won't. if, even if I did have, okay, yes, he's an option, or no, he's not. The more, so like me, the more I see somebody or I especially get to know them intellectually, they become more attractive or less attractive. Mm-hmm. So exactly. therefore, my initial assessment Amen. can change. And at that point, it's no longer about that physical person anyway. It's about the internal, correct? But again, but so again, exactly. But again, you wore, you wore t-shirts and sweats and then your t-shirt and sweats, again, can be more defining and be like, well, hell, my, the mental, the intellectual piqued my interest, let's say it did. Now you got all this, and I'm like, well, shit, girl, chill. Let me walk one more time by. And again, I understand the full perspective. I get it. Doesn't change any of my statement. For this community, for this group of people, for this circle that we're sitting in, in my mind, there's a box, there's a divide. Like, so you basically friend zoned yourself on all aspects. Yeah, they, okay. no, he friends on us. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> yeah, you, you can know, stop. You, 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 want to. you got friends on yeah. us. You friends on no, us. No, no, no. But but again, so initially when you that we friends on right, him, exactly. which is probably the part that you're, you're saying that part. Right, he can't decide. Right, you can't. You can't. Oh, hold on, hold on. So when you friends on a motherfucker, you don't care about. You don't care about what they think. Exactly. Where she puts me, I put her there. But she doesn't want to be in a friendship. She has no choice. She doesn't have a choice. She can either not fuck with me or stay in that friend zone. So, but the reason why we're talking about this with regard to Wayne is because what he said is he's confident that if he didn't 
what he didn't say and also said is that if he don't get the vibe that you feel like upon meeting him, yes, 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 then you must be saying no, no, no. So then you out. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Let me help clarify that statement. It doesn't matter if you said yes, yes, yes or no, no, no in your internal mind. For me, if I didn't, if we didn't have that initial encounter where I was like, yep, time for me to take my Kobe action and I'm going to take these 60 shots. Like, if I'm going to pull up a shoe, I'm going to pull up a shoe. That's a me thing. But how you perceive me, what image I'm getting off, what it is that I'm trying to portray, that is something that's in my control. Whether or not we're going to have any progression in this scenario, I'm going to take a shot at that individual and see if we can progress. But that's a me choice is how I look at that. The clothes that I'm wearing, that just determines what type of audience I'm looking to bring in. But in this community, in Adam's spot, in the big babies, there, no. I don't I don't consider any of those. But you're supposed to come in here with a Yeah, and, 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 yeah. I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna pull in the Lorenzo. Who I've been quiet and tired too long, I'm about to start itching over here. Um, when I got friends on the first time, the first time, let's go. Yeah, let's go there. Oh, I've gotten out the friend zone. I know how to work the friend zone. Oh, hey. I manipulate the fuck out the friend zone. Really? Friend zone, me please. I got you. Same time. Oh wow. It okay. can it can be manipulated. So so one any time I've ever gotten friend zone, like I didn't ask to be friend zone. Yeah. Really manipulation that he's probably carry on. Anytime I got put in the front zone, I didn't ask to be in the front zone. I got placed in Whatever. Right. Yeah, you in the front zone. But if I decide I want to get out of it, by you friend zoning me and you becoming my, my friend, you've also like you've also like let your guard down now. So now I'm being privy to things that that most guys that are into you are no longer privy to. So now I know where to pick and choose my spots. And I agree with you completely for the simple fact that so What's this, 2019? I got engaged back in 2013. Mm-hmm. And the, the woman that I got engaged with, I got friends on with her initially. Mm. I had other objectives. She just wanted to be friends. Cool, I'm gonna play the long game. The long game. Mm-hmm. It ended up working out. We didn't get married for other reasons. It had nothing to do with that, but the friend, like, for, from the point, like, I knew I got friends on, but from that day forward, I was just like, okay, I'm going to play this, because that does nothing, but I'm, I'm just going to get inside, I'm going to understand more about you, I'm going to learn more about you, and whenever things was going wrong, who was there? <laughs> Me. Friends. Who knew, who knew how to handle it? Me. So when we actually got in a relationship, I knew everything I needed to know. I honestly think that's the best way to start a a long-lasting relationship because and that made the relationship stronger. Because so many relationships start off of of bullshit and game and and early sex, and then they end because of bullshit game and outside sex. Because the the, the things that you actually need to make a relationship last aren't really established. Those conversations aren't there. You've 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 built a bond with somebody. That physical bond, but you don't have the mental and emotional stuff that you actually need in a, a, a relationship. But when you go from a friend, I'm like, oh, you know each other. You know your faults. You know your goods, your bad. Like, they probably know some of the dirt you've done previously and how it made you feel or things that's happened to you and how that made you feel. So you come from a way more sincere place and you actually decide to, to cross over because at the end of the day, 
if you're truly friends, like you don't want to lose that friendship. That friendship is important to you. So you place a lot more respect on that relationship than you do the most. I can see where you're coming from. Are you talking? No. No, I have nothing to do with it. I don't know what you got to say. Not sometimes. It works. Starting from friendship and then going to relationship. But sometimes it goes flip. You start as friendship and then you go to relationship and things are just so much worse. Because there's a difference with me and Wayne. We're friends. So whatever he does is whatever he does. And then I can talk to him about the girls he's talked to or whatever. We get in a relationship and he does something, not necessarily like had sex with different people, but does something now it's irritating. Like, why'd you do that? Now my feelings are hurt. And it's just so much worse. That's so you don't approach it the same way because we're friends. Now it's like a bigger aspect. Everything he does now, I'm taking it personal because I'm emotionally invested. So it doesn't always work that way. That's a new thing, though. No, I'm saying... I'm just saying it's a new thing because you know that person and you know what they do. So when they do what they've done, when, what they do, when they do things that they are characteristically them, they're gonna keep doing. Them. Yeah, you can't be mad at that shit. It's it's something special to be said about a person that's consistent. Yeah. And if you're a consistent slut bucket, shout out to Tony Bezos because his favorite <laughs> word. If you're a consistent <laughs> slut bucket, I get it. I believe that. If, you're, if you are a consistent slut bucket and that's just the way that you live that life, then, you know, that's you are who you are. But the people in your inner circle, the people that encounter you, the, that group that you converse with, they know who you are. So if someone in that inner circle decides to now say, you know what, I'm falling for you, I'm going to start a relationship with you, you just, in your mind, was like, I'm going to fall in love with a slut bucket. And you have to understand the magnitude of your statement. Like, you know that this person is the most promiscuous human being. Check my audience. They fast. That you are fast <laughs> pants human being. You <laughs> love getting out there and Hot getting your ass. Hot pants. Hot pants. When you have to say fast. If that's who you, if that's the person that you choose to fall in love with, just understand then not everybody changes. Right. Consistency is an applaudable thing. Know who you're in a relationship with. Know who you're falling for. Take a look at your insecurities. 